You are listening to the weekly sermon from Elevation Community Church in Blanchester, Ohio. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Phil Nelson. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit myelevationcc.org. God, we worship you for who you are, not how we feel, not based on circumstances, but who you are. You are Waymaker. <laughs> Miracle Worker. Yes. yes. Those who need a miracle in their life just identify God the Father as the miracle worker. Let Him work, let Him have control. He's the promise keeper. How many of you need to be reminded of His promises today? Not a single promise will return empty from God the Father. Lie in the darkness. God, we need your light more than ever. Because that is who you are. And where your light is, darkness cannot stay. We give you thanks. So may the light of your presence be with us today as we go forward in celebrating these baptisms today. In Jesus' name, and everyone who hears my voice, live stream or live in person, we all said amen together. Ready, go. Amen. You may be seated. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're in, uh, we're in the series called uh, Awaken. Uh, for those of you who haven't been here, you're visiting, or maybe uh, you've been on vacation, welcome back. Uh, we really encourage you this week to uh, go to our website or go to our YouTube channel and uh, definitely listen to the first two messages. Because if you don't, we're going to continue to progress forward. And so there may be some questions or confusion. And for the sake of the time of the message, we can't uh, continue to explain and go into great depth. So it's very important. But I want to touch on something today. Um, Again, this isn't going to be the normal length message, but in light of baptisms, I think all of us kind of understand what baptisms are, right? It is an event in a person's life who has identified themselves with Jesus Christ. They identify themselves as a Christian, which means their life is now hidden and covered by the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Yeah, they are no longer the same. Their guilty stains, the sin in their life, the intentional rebellious sin in their lives is washed away. But also the curse and the sin that comes from the fall in the garden in creation is also taken care of by the blood of Jesus. Jesus says this before he went to the cross and died for us. He says, I am the only way to the father. There were many ways in Jesus's day, including the Judaism faith, which Jesus was a part of. The old covenant. He says, there's a new covenant coming and that is the only way. It's not through works. 
It's not through holy acts. It's not through sacrifices that you can bring. It's only through the person, the sinless life, the substitutional sacrificial death of Jesus and the resurrection that we celebrate that he is no longer in the ground. He is alive and he has conquered death, sin, hell, and the grave. That's what baptism represents. So when people get in the water, it's a physical picture of what Jesus has done through the power of the Holy Spirit in someone's life. It is the wedding ring of the Christian faith. It lets everybody know that they are identifying themselves dead to sin and alive in life with Christ. That's what's happening. But it's not just a symbolic thing. It is an act of obedience in their faith. If someone says they follow Christ and they have not gotten baptized doesn't mean that they're not saved because baptism doesn't save you. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Those who get baptized will have eternal life. No, I am the way, the truth, the life. Anyone who believes in me will never die and live forever in eternity with me. Jesus I hope some of you get as excited as Anita over here. Because the angels in heaven, literally, they're saying, get ready, get ready. You know that church in Blanchester? Yeah, that little speck there, they are ready to go bazonkers. They're ready to rock the socks of Jesus. But I just wanna, I just want us to understand very briefly and I, 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 I walk on this a little hesitantly because there's so much to say about this, but I don't wanna cause confusion and I don't wanna give you too much to overwhelm you. But I want you to understand that the Trinity, the Father God, Almighty God, sent his one and only Son to be in the flesh. He who knew no sin became your sin that we may have right standing with God. And then the Holy Spirit we've been talking about is the third part of the Trinity. He is a person. He is a divine part of the Godhead. He is not just a mist or an atmosphere. And he has such a huge role to play in salvation. I don't know if you know that. Yes, it's through the blood. Yes, it's through Jesus. He is the only way, the truth, and the life. However, the Holy Spirit is the one that draws us to Jesus. You cannot, you cannot understand Jesus as the Messiah without the Holy Spirit allowing you to. Let's look at a passage I'd like to give you, and then we're gonna talk a little bit further on how the Holy Spirit is so instrumental in salvation. Let's look at 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 14 to 18. And I know a lot of pastors, they kind of say, this is my favorite verse in the whole Bible. This is my favorite verse in the entire Bible. My wife and I chose this for our wedding 17 years ago. It's not the normal wedding verse, 
but we wanted to be marked in our marriage and in our walk as transformed people from the spirit of God. So what I want you to understand, the role in the spirit is there is a veil over our eyes. The Old Testament is so powerful to understand what Jesus truly did. The Old Testament, because of sin, there was not an ultimate sacrifice. That's why the John the Baptist says, behold, when he saw Jesus, the sacrificial lamb that takes away the sins of the world once and for all. In the old covenant, they had to literally kill a spotless, blameless, pure sacrifice animal. And so there was a veil over their eyes that when they read the law, the old covenant law, they couldn't understand because there was a veil, a division, a separation, and we call that death. Death is not an end, it is a separation. There was death over all mankind because of sin, and we could not see God, nor could we receive him, nor could we understand him. And so Jesus had to come to pay the price for us. And the Holy Spirit, then his role is to lead us to the truth of Jesus and not just the truth in believing, but relationship that changes the way we live. It is not enough in your life just to believe on Jesus, to be changed and transformed into Jesus. It's not enough. Now it is enough for salvation, but it's not enough to walk out your faith. You need the Holy Spirit to empower you. So let's look at this, but the people's minds were hardened. There was a veil, right? And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so that they cannot understand the truth. You cannot understand the truth unless the Holy Spirit reveals it to you. You wanna pray for your lost family? You wanna pray for your lost friends? Pray the Holy Spirit lifts that veil. Because as long as that veil stays right there, they're not going to see. My brother walked away from the church 25 years ago because of some hurt and man-made judgment in the church. Yes, we have that in the church. There is no perfect church. If you find one, don't go there. You'll mess it up. <laughs> And uh, I prayed, he was my mission field. I prayed for my brother every single day. I remember in college when God was rocking my life, I would kneel at my bedside and I had his name on my lamp. And I pray for him every day and I get so frustrated when I would see him get further and further away. Finally, the Lord led me to this scripture and I began to pray differently. I prayed, Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, would you meet with my brother? And he's now today very actively involved in the church, leading a motorcycle shield of faith ministry, passionate, more passionate for Jesus than I am. And it's so cool. It's because, it's because the Holy Spirit lifted the veil their minds so they can't understand the truth and this veil can be removed. What? 
by believing in Jesus. Jesus is the only way the veil can be lifted. Don't believe any religious lie that tells you you can work your way into heaven. You will work your way right down into the pit of hell because there is no works that can lift the veil. There is no knowledge, no, no um, number of scriptures you can memorize to know the living word. If you don't know the living word, Jesus, then what you know is but rubbish. The Bible says done. That's what he calls it. Anything in the man-made flesh is done in comparison to the power of Jesus. We're gonna get through this scripture, friends. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Jesus. Are you tired? Are you just tired of not seeing the things of God? Are you exhausted of not pursuing God, but just never experiencing God? You're exhausted, you're struggling through life, you feel like you can't get up for air, you feel like you can't make another step. You need to believe in Christ, that he is your way maker, that he is your help, that he is your only way, that he is the only truth and the only life. It says, when you sincerely and genuinely call upon the name of Christ in belief, the veil is completely removed. The enemy is roaring like a, or excuse me, roaming the earth like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. He is seeking people who the Holy Spirit is drawing to keep that veil over their eyes. So the Holy Spirit lifts the veil when we believe in Christ. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writing, their hearts are covered with that veil. And they do not understand, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is lifted. What does that mean? What does that mean? What it means is the Holy Spirit has drawn us. The Holy Spirit has shown us Jesus and the truth and the value. The Holy Spirit has also convicted us of our sin that put Jesus on the cross, that separates us from God. So the Holy Spirit draws us. The Holy Spirit draws our eyes to Jesus and the truth and the way and the life of Jesus. The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. And when we are convicted with sin and we respond to it, what do we do? Whenever someone turns to the Lord, that is called repentance. We are in sin, we turn away from what we're in and we run towards the Lord. It's scripture. Whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Next scripture. Well, it's the same, but next slide. For the Lord is the spirit. That tells us that the Holy Spirit is in the Godhead Trinity and he is Lord. The Lord is the spirit. And can you read this next sentence with me loud and clear, ready? And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Let's do it one more time for 4th of July and see if we can get a little bit more energy. Ready? And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah. That's it. So all of us, who have had that veil removed. Here's an evangelistic tool. 
If you go to someone and say, are you a Christian? They say, yeah. Say, is the veil removed? <laughs> huh? That's <laughs> what you do. Do you believe in Jesus? Yes. Have you received what Jesus has done on the cross? Yes. Do you know that the Holy Spirit has convicted you of the sin? Yes. Have you repented? I think. Yes. Well, let's do it now. <laughs> we turn to the Lord. Are you living in freedom? That veil's been lifted so you can have freedom. The enemy is trying to keep you in your chains. You can have freedom. Okay, we're almost done. And the Lord, oh wait, so all of us who have had that veil removed, all of us have the Holy Spirit. This is scripture. You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Jesus has ascended to heaven, sitting on the right hand of the Father. And he said, I will send you the Holy Spirit to not just be with you always, but to be in you. Say in you, in you. That's the Holy Spirit. The scripture says that we are the temples of the Lord in which his Holy Spirit lives inside. So when people get in the waters, they're not just saying they have Jesus in their heart. They're saying they have been drawn to Jesus they have believed and received upon the name of Jesus. They have been convicted of their sin. They have turned from their sin and they have received the spirit of the Lord, which brings freedom, changing them. And we're gonna look in the coming weeks of what that looks like. But the spirit of the Lord is, dwells within every single person who has believed and the veil is lifted. That's life in Christ, friends. We have so many Christians walking around like they're dead when the veil has been lifted to give them freedom and life. So the goal of baptism and following Jesus after the veil is lifted is to look more and more and more like Jesus. And do you know how you look more and more like Jesus? You obey him. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. For my commandments are for life, abundant life, not chains, not slavery, but abundant life in Christ. But we have to be willing to lay down our lives for the sake of Jesus. That's called obedience. Teens, living for Jesus will cost you everything. It will cost you your friends, it will cost you your family. It will cost you your political status. It will cost you, some, some of you, your jobs. It will cost you something. But Jesus said that the spirit, when he comes, he will never leave you. And he will be not just with you, but he will be in you. So worship team, would you come on up? We're gonna get ready for baptism. You see, when someone calls upon the name of the Lord and is converted, that's the other thing that I forgot since I wasn't looking at my notes. The Holy Spirit converts us. Yes, it's through the blood of Jesus that changes us and saves us and forgives us and cleanses us, but the Holy Spirit converts us from death to life. The Bible says, when you believe and receive on, on the Lord Jesus Christ, you are a new creation. The old is gone, 
the new has come. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. And so we're gonna pray. So if you would all just bow your heads for a minute. God, we just, um, we strip everything away for a minute. You are working in people's hearts. I see it, I feel it, I know it, I believe it, and I proclaim it. People are going to leave this building as a new temple of the Holy Spirit, new in Christ. If you, my friends, Holy Spirit, just do your work. Some of you have never experienced knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus, there is no greater thing on life, in life and on earth. It is the greatest thing one person could ever experience on this earth. God is speaking to the church in today's culture. And what he's saying is he has done with church how we've done it in the past. He's done with the religious, he's done with the religious BS. He's done with it. He is done with the going to church once a month or the going to church period, checklist, he's done. He's done with you living one foot inside Christ and being a Christian and one foot inside the world, he's done. He means business because time is running out, friends. He died on the cross to set you completely free so that you would look not like the world, but like Christ through the power of the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. I just wanna, I just wanna ask you, if you have never understood and received the powerful message of Jesus Christ, of him dying for you, and you want to receive that today, I want you just to raise your hand right where you are at. When you call upon the name of the Lord and believe upon him, you will be saved and set free. Anyone want that veil to be lifted today? If you want that veil to be lifted in your life, would you just raise your hand right where you're at? Right where you're at. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. 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 Thank you. And friends, for all of those who are believing in Christ, you are a new creation. As your, 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 your eyes are still cl closed, your, your heads are bowed, I wanna ask you a question. If you wanna experience the fullness of Christ in your life through the Holy Spirit, and you are done playing games, and you want all that Jesus has for you, would you just raise your hand? Holy Spirit, bring it. 
Just bring every single hand, receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're gonna celebrate. Some are gonna stay standing. If you really wanna come forward and see the baptisms, if you wanna come forward up here and, and worship, we're gonna worship in tandem of baptisms. Some of it's gonna be on the mic and then some of it's gonna be personal ministry for the people in the water. And so you can stay seated if you'd like during the baptismals, baptisms, um, or you can stay standing, but we're gonna celebrate. We're gonna celebrate with all the angels and heavenly hosts. So let's worship, shall we? Let's do it. Thank you for listening to our weekly sermon. If you'd like to go deeper with another resource from our church, please check out our weekly impact Bible study podcast as well. Both of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.